on 92.6 FM. Online and on your smart speaker. From St Albans. This is Radio Verulam. Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to this year's Mayor's Pride Award sponsored by Morgan Sindel right here on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. It's an evening where we celebrate the people who add so much to the community by volunteering and going above and beyond to help others. These awards are presented on an annual basis in eight different categories and nominations come in from members of the public who have become aware of the individuals or organisations concerned either by working with them, using their services or sometimes being married to them. Some of the nominated individuals work for established organisations. Some are more or less going it alone. But all of them work hard and deserve some recognition. The nominations are sifted through by a panel of judges who arrive at each winner and two runners-up in each category. Now, normally at this point, I would be easing myself out of my chair having enjoyed a lovely drinks reception and a meal at St Michael's Manor because this is normally how the awards are presented. But this year, for very obvious reasons, we're doing it differently with this special radio broadcast courtesy of our friends at 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. I really hope that as you listen along at home, you'll toast the winners and congratulate them on social media using the hashtag, hashtag Mayor's Pride. That's hashtag Mayor's Pride. My name's Johnny Seabrook, and you can join me for the next two hours. Tonight, we're going to be hearing from the mayor herself, the sponsors, Morgan Sindel, the judges, and some of the past winners. We'll also enjoy some music, some of it chosen by our winners themselves. So sit back, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbly, and enjoy the programme. First of all, let's hear a few words from the mayor of St Albans, Councillor Janet Smith. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in to our special broadcast. I'm really disappointed not to be able to congratulate all the winners and runners-up in person, but this seemed like the best way of announcing the winners and having some fun at the same time. It's always really inspiring to read through the lists of people nominated for these awards. The groups and individuals being recognised exemplify qualities and attributes that make me feel really proud to be part of this community. These people and organisations look out for one another, care for one another and go out of their way for the common good. So I'd like to say a huge thank you, not only to those being honoured as winners and runners-up today, but to all those who were nominated and all those other unsung heroes we encounter in our community, quietly working away for no reward or recognition at all. In testing times, it's organisations and individuals like this that give us hope for the future. And our first award is the Community Champion of the Year. And to read out the nominees for this award is the Chairman of Radio Verulam and one of the judges for this year's Mayor's Pride Awards. Here to tell us a little bit more, it's Nick Hazel. Thank you, Johnny. This award aims to reward people who've given up their spare time and gone out of their way to help others in the community. The judges were really overwhelmed by the number of nominations in this category. It's really heartwarming to see how many people out there are volunteering their time and making a huge difference to their community. Uh, The first finalist is Cathy Green. Cathy is the senior volunteer helper at Jersey Farm Daycare Centre. 
She's by far the longest-serving volunteer, having been a founder member when the daycare centre opened in 1989. And for the past 30 years, whilst bringing up her family and caring for her grandchildren, she's been tireless in her efforts to enrich the lives of those who are least able to help themselves. She's totally committed and has engendered a terrific team spirit among her co-volunteers. Underlying all this is a lovely sense of humour, combined with an utterly self-effacing personality. Her colleagues describe her as a very special person whom they feel privileged to work with. Our next finalist will be familiar to many as she's such a life-affirming presence on social media. Sharon Linney has been described as a trailblazer and a champion of St Albans. Sharon works tirelessly for the charity St Albans Action for Homeless, organising local businesses or individuals to provide meals, warm clothing and sleeping bags. She raises awareness of such issues on the All Things St Albans Facebook page and regularly invites and inspires others to help as well. She helps local food bank and the Christmas roundtable float that raises money for various charities. Sharon is a huge supporter of local charitable initiatives of many kinds and truly loves where she lives. Aside from working for the council and being a housewife, a mother and a carer, Rushna Mia has worked for over three years as the chair of Hertfordshire Asian Women's Association, HAWA. HAWA is an independent and voluntary organisation that strives to work towards the advancement of Asian and BME women, promoting human rights and gender equalities at a local and international level. Rushna also organises Sahili Tiffin Club, which gives older BME women the opportunity to meet every Thursday at St Luke's Church to help decrease isolation and take part in exercise and English classes. Rushna has also raised money for Oxfam by doing the Hearts Hike, instigated an annual fundraising dinner to raise money for the Tiffin Club and St Albans for Refugees, and organised the Tiffin Club ladies to raise funds at the Al Bayinar School Eid Fair by cooking and selling food. And the winner is Kathy Green. Congratulations, Kathy. The person who nominated you said, Kathy, you are probably the last person who would seek any public acknowledgement for your voluntary work. However, we simply could not let the opportunity pass to nominate you for a Mayor's Pride Award in recognition of your 30 years' service to the Jersey Farm Care Centre and those very special personal qualities that you bring to the role. We appreciate so much all you do, never failing to keep clients' needs utmost amongst your priorities, your organisational skills, your tremendous sense of humour, and the way you step up first whenever a job needs doing. You're brilliant. Well done, Cathy. Congratulations to all our nominees and especially to our community champion of the year, Cathy Green. You're listening to a special programme here on Radio Verulam. It's the Mayor's Pride Awards 2020. And we've got coming up next the Cultural Innovation and the Young Person of Distinction Awards. And they're on their way. Right now we're going to focus on the Cultural Innovation Award. And I'd like to welcome onto the show um, Nicole Kelly, who was a past nominee and also part of the judging panel. Good evening, Nicole. Hi, how are you? Very good. Lovely to speak to you this evening. Now, just first of all, tell me, it was back in uh, 2016 that you were nominated for this very award, was it? Yes, it was, yeah. And what was it for? What was the, what was the scheme? What was the um, innovation that you were behind? Yeah, so I was head girl at Nicholas Breakspear Catholic School at the time. Um, and so most of the award goes towards the work that I did with a charity based in Uganda. 
That's called KISS, which stands for Kiddie Support Scheme. So myself and our leadership team went out to Uganda in October of that year. Yeah. Spent a week out there, had an incredible time. As you can imagine, it was really insightful. And then we came back to the UK and throughout a week of fundraising at the school and various other fundraising events that we did, um, we raised a total of over £18,000 for the charity oh that year. £18,000. That's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> Gosh, and hence um, the nomination it came your way. Um, you didn't actually win, sadly. I don't want to, I shouldn't have really brought that up. <laughs> but it has had a great effect on you, hasn't it? Really, and a great influence on you. Yeah, massively. From the nomination, um, first of all, it was like a wonderful evening I was only 18 at the time but it was a really great time to get to meet lots of other people Um, and it was also just such a lovely celebration and I felt so honoured to be nominated and to attend the awards Um, so for me that was a lovely evening anyway Um, but from then on I've been on the judging panel of the Mayor's Pride Awards so that was a great opportunity for me to get more involved in the community learn about different organisations and kind of keep my ties with St Albans as I went off to uni as well. Excellent. And you're, as I say, still part of the panel and back here in St Albans and working hard and doing well? Yes. <laughs> a lot a lot has been going on, but yeah, it's all going really well. Excellent. Nicole, lovely to have you with us. Now, is it possible for you to announce uh, the nominees for this award, please? Yes, of course. So our first nominee is Alfie Nikitas, and he has been collecting secondhand shoes and coats to hand out to families who are struggling to feed themselves. He's studying primary education at university and started the scheme at a school he is helping, but is planning on making it more widespread. He has seen firsthand the results of extreme poverty in the UK and at only 22 years old has taken steps to do something about it. And our second nomination is Graham Kensley. He is a St Albans-born interpreter, film producer and philanthropist who started his career in St Albans all the way back in 1970. The person who nominated him wanted to single out his work in building a cultural bridge between Volgograd in Russia and St Albans. Thank you ever so much, Nicole. I appreciate your time this evening. And ladies and gentlemen, the winner is Alfie Nikitis. Brilliant stuff, Alfie. Well done. The person who nominated you said, well done for making a stand and taking steps to help children caught up in poverty in the UK. The next step is making it go national. My name's Johnny Seabrook, and what we're going to do now is we're going to find out all about the Young Person of Distinction Award. And here to tell us a little bit more is local stalwart and the founder of Radio Verulam, it's Clive Glover. Thank you, Johnny. This award provides an opportunity to commend an exceptional child or young person for their talent, positivity, energy or strength of character. The finalists in this category include a young woman described as mature, caring and a thoughtful individual. A student at Nicholas Breakspeare School, Macy Brakes chairs the student interview panel, takes part in sports teams activities and hosted Nicholas Breakspeare's Got Talent to raise money for charity. She mentors young students and coaches the Year 7 girls football team. She's passionate about empowering other young girls and has devised whole school assemblies on a Black History Month, which have left a lasting impact. The second nominee is Jack Brenson. Jack is considered a fantastic young man who plays an important part in the local community. He cares for his mum, 
plays rugby for a local club and is involved in equestrianism in the local area. He even caught a horse that was running loose in the road, calmed it and walked it back to the field it had escaped from, alerting the owners on the way, something many young people would not have the bravery or skills to do. He embodies all aspects of character that you would expect from an exceptional young person. He is kind, caring, tenacious, encouraging, courageous, focused and someone who has a fantastic sense of humour. Our third contenders are brothers Zach, Finn and Josh Pyle, who formed a band called Princes to Kings. They wanted to raise awareness of and funds for epilepsy research and were inspired to form their band by their eldest sibling, Luke, who has a severe and complex form of epilepsy. To date, through their various gigs, including venues such as the Camden Assembly, they've raised £5,000 for epilepsy research. They wanted to get the message across that those affected by epilepsy need not let it define them, that it shouldn't hold them back. They also want to help others understand the condition and not be afraid of seizures, but to learn how to be there for people who have them. The band has gained a significant following since they first began in 2018, and most recently Luke nominated his brothers to appear on the Michael McIntyre Big Show as their unexpected star which they did just before Christmas to further spread the message about epilepsy research. Thanks ever so much, Clive, for that. And the winner is, or should I say the winners are, Zach Finn and Josh Pyle. Congratulations, boys. Well done. Princess the Kings there and break it down. They are the winners of the Young Person of Distinction for the Mayor's Pride Awards 2020. This is 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. And please do not forget that Radio Verulam, the voice of St Albans, keeping you up to date with everything that's going on during this time of isolation and sadness. Make sure your radio is on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. It is the Mayor's Pride Awards 2020 here on 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. If you want to follow us on social media, hashtag Mayor's Pride. Hashtag Mayor's Pride. Just search for that on your social media this evening. Right now, we're coming up to our next award for this evening. And here to present this award, it gives me great pleasure to welcome two people. So here to present the Voluntary Sector Award, we've got Jane Slatter from the Soroptimists International Group here in St Albans, who were last year's winners, and also Tom Watkins, who's the Volunteering Development Manager for Communities First. Over to you, Jane. There are three nominees for the Voluntary Sector Award. The first nominee is Doretta Hogan. Doretta is an integral part of Open Door. She works in a tireless and very practical way to do what's necessary to support the charity in its work for homeless people. She collects donations from the food bank so that meals can be made for service users. She raises money with friends and neighbours and has arranged several charitable activities, including a Christmas event with a dressing room. The nominator said she's the charity's go-to volunteer. When we were stuck and unable to collect a donated Christmas tree, Doretta offered to collect it in her very small car and thinking outside of the box, she just opened the sunroof and had the Christmas tree sticking out of the top. The second nominee is the Winter Beds Project. Each month, almost 500 hours of volunteer time is committed to preventing people from dying on the streets of St Albans over the coldest months of the year through the Winter Beds Project. It was started by the Open Door Charity in collaboration with the St Albans City Centre Churches in 2017. 
in response to the increasing number of people rough sleeping in St Albans. The aim is to provide a warm, safe place to sleep for people living on the streets in St Albans on the coldest nights of the year. Volunteers cover shifts every single night of the week, late into the night and often over very unsociable hours, even including Christmas Day. And Tom, our third nominee, please. Andrew Rentmore jumped into being a cub leader and then a scout leader at First Harpenden Scouts to stop it from closing due to a lack of parental help. It has doubled in size under his leadership and enthusiasm. He's raised money for a trip to Swaziland, where he's going to help with a community project by walking from London to Gilwell Park in fancy dress, complete with coloured hair and beard. He knows no shame. Andrew is special because of his endless energy and his love of scouting is infectious. He drives and inspires others to do their bit and demonstrates that volunteering can be rewarding, fun and create friendships to last a lifetime. Thank you ever so much. And the winner is... The Winter Beds Project. We've got to give a special commendation to Kerry Pollard, trustee of the Open Door Charity, and to Lucy Gagusif, who has run the project this year. One of the nominators said, The Winter Beds Project and the volunteers have not run this service so that they receive this award. They have done this to support and improve the lives of people sleeping rough. They have done this for the last two years and they will do it again next year, with or without an award. They provide a service that many organisations receive funding for and yet provide it for free. They are truly amazing. Listen, it's 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. Johnny with you through until the end of the Mayor's Pride Awards. Round about half nine this evening, we're taking you through with that. So right now we've got the Inclusive Communities Award and we've got Grey Wall on the line. And Grey is a previous nominee in this this category. Um, Good evening, Grey. Hi. Welcome. Thank you ever so much for coming on and being part of the awards this year. Great. Could you just tell us a little bit about this award and what the Inclusive um, Communities Award is? Uh, well, for us, it was for the for the UR crew. We, we were nominated, and the UR crew is a group of uh, young adults with learning disabilities who um, uh, create their own DJ nights out in the community at different different venues uh, for both their peers and, and the general public, and performing at um, outdoor events, our big outdoor events, and um, uh, it was and it was great for them to be nominated, and and all, all the guys felt very proud. We had a lovely photo with the, uh, the the nomination plaque and everything um, and uh, ju- it's just uh, for a group like that to, to get recognition from um, from the community and from the mayor um, w- was a lovely thing meant a lot to them so I mean there's more and more inclusive projects isn't it as society sort of becomes more aware of people with um, special needs and different things like that so is it really important that we look at um, inclusivism I think it really is. I think I think it is actually a, a measure of of your town or your neighbourhood as to as as to to quite how 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 inclusive we are and how much we um, we recognise and appreciate uh, and include um, people uh, people of all backgrounds and differences and, and of course uh, yeah. abilities. So not just to say special needs, but really um, different elements of our community. And here in St Albans, we are lucky to have such an eclectic community, aren't we? 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's great. It's um and it's uh, at the arts team it, it's very much um uh you know part of our role really is is to is to help bring some of those communities into the um uh the sort of mainstream cultural narrative and it, and make sure they're included and so uh it, it it's great that this this happens every year and that those recognitions are given. Thank you ever so much, Greg. Now, without further ado, is it okay for you to run us through this year's nominees? Absolutely, no problem. So here we go. Um, So this award will be given to a community initiative that unites people of different ethnic, faith or socioeconomic backgrounds. And our first nominee is Rebecca Afari, who has been an administrative volunteer with Community Central and latterly Communities First for the past two years. She's profoundly deaf and makes an incredibly valuable contribution to the work Communities First does in St Albans. Most recently by delivering a fantastically engaging deaf awareness training course to 25 members of staff and volunteers to help people understand deafness, how it affects people like Rebecca, and how we can all contribute to improving the quality of deaf people's lives through better communication. Rebecca is a true champion of deaf people's rights. She wants to help everybody to connect with and is endlessly patient and really encourages everybody to try communicating with deaf people and to take notice of them. Her colleagues all value her immense contribution to their working community and wanted to give her some recognition for the impact she has had. Our second nomination goes to Big Iftar Wiv, was held in May 2019 after months and months of planning and hard work. The project brought together nearly 500 people of all different faiths and and uh, want to share in the breaking of the fast during Ramadan one evening in May in Fleetville Park. The organisers worked tirelessly to foster good relations amongst diverse people, including the churches, synagogues and four mosques in the district, who shared the stage at the event, presenting a united message of unity and compassion. The effort that was put into planning right from the beginning by Monier Ali in particular and his Ada Club was immense and they mobilized many others who not only helped plan and fundraise, but were at the event, serving food, tidying up and keeping everyone safe. It's difficult to nominate just one or two individuals as it was a true partnership event. Thirdly, Hearts Young Homeless are our, and, and they are an independent charity Uh, which have been supporting vulnerable young people aged between 16 and 24 in Hertfordshire since 1999. Their experience has enabled them to develop free services such as meditation, education and other specialist prevention services. The organisation provides a safety net for those young people who have no permanent, stable or suitable accommodation, who can spend their young lives sofa surfing with friends or living in hostels, due to family relationship breakdowns. Within their services, so many vulnerable young people would become another statistic. Thank you ever so much, Gray, for sharing those with us. And the winner is Hearts Young Homeless. The nominator said it had been a pleasure to work with this group for the past two years and that doing so had enabled them to discover a supportive, professional network helping young people to make positive decisions about their lives. Well done to the Hearts Young Homeless. Could you be a compassionate community connector? 
If you want to get involved in helping people affected by coronavirus, get in touch with Communities First now. Visit their website at www.communitiesfirst.org.uk and click sign up to volunteer. Communities First will make sure everything is in place to ensure everyone's safety and security while you are helping to support vulnerable people in our community. There's something you can do to help, no matter what your age or ability. There are even things you can do from the comfort of your own home. Get in touch now. Be a compassionate community connector. Put Communities First. Visit their website at www.communitiesfirst.org.uk and click sign up to volunteer. Thank you. 92.6 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam, here at the Mayor's Pride Awards Show 2020, this special show, this one-off show this year because of the isolation around the UK. Now, we're moving on with the awards and we're now coming up to the Community Project of the Year Award. And here on the phone to take us through the nominees is Councillor Mandy McNeil. Thank you, Johnny. St Albans is blessed with an abundance of groups who are passionate about our community. The first nominees for the Community Project Award are the Daylight Club. The club is a small but essential community project for adults with a lot of physical and learning disabilities. The club provides a wide range of stimulating events, activities and visits for its members who push themselves to overcome challenges and learn new skills. The group's coordinator, Solpi Gulbekian, is an inspiration, firmly but gently in encouraging members to try new things and reassuring them that they can handle new experiences. It's a completely inclusive and welcoming group, warmly accepting newcomers and helping people overcome social anxiety and physical challenges to enjoy a full social life. Members are helped to embrace new tasks and ideas with enthusiasm and encouraged to motivate and enable each other. The club was out in force at Christmas time, supporting and encouraging museums around the Christmas tree at the Rockaholly concert and enjoying a movie at the museum. Their enthusiasm and energy was both uplifting and inspiring for all who were around and demonstrated in action the caring, supportive and positive atmosphere that the club thrives in. It's not just groups who are passionate about community. We've got many go-getter St Albans residents who get stuck in and get their hands dirty, leading the charge to make a difference. One such person is our second nominee for the Community Project Awards, Mike Izzard. In 2015, Mike decided to start enhancing the old Nest Hyde Holt half-mile section of the Auburn Way himself. He's installed a section of railway line and made a beautifully landscaped train station from a stretch of the Auburn Way that was previously overgrown and forgotten. Mike started regular open days to fund it, and now it's the site of community events such as bulb planting on Remembrance Day, open days with brass bands and bunting, and local yoga groups even hold classes there too. It's an amazing transformation, and it's all down to Mike's hard work and dedication in bringing this old halt back to life. Passport to Leisure is our third nominee. The group started 12 years ago to give people with learning disabilities a social life away from parents and carers. The group goes on trips to the cinema, they've watched England play football, and they have weekends away together. They're supported by amazing staff and volunteers, again coordinated by the inspirational Solpi Gulbekian, and without this unique service, the young people would not get to enjoy so many exciting and fun experiences that it offers. It gives parents and carers much needed respite from their caring roles, while also giving the young people a break from their parents. Being a parent or carer for a learning disabled person can be very isolating. 
Passport to Leisure gives parents and carers an opportunity to make friends with each other, have a chat and share experiences and information with other people in their situation. It also provides our wider community the opportunity to become more aware and empathetic towards our learning disabled community. Thank you ever so much there, Councillor McNeil. And the winner is Passport to Leisure. The nominator said, thank you so much for all the years and years of hard work and dedication, amazing trips and weekends away. You all do an amazing job and go far beyond what is asked of you. You are a massive part of our son's life and we hope this will continue for years and years to come. Congratulations, Passport to Leisure. It is 92.6 FM Radio Verulam. You're listening to the Mayor's Pride Awards 2020. There's a special awards show taking place on the radio this year. And it's now time for us to move on to the community-orientated business. And here to announce the nominees is Liz Marcy. Thanks, Johnny. I'm delighted to announce the nominations for Community-Oriented Business of the Year. Oakman Inns, the beach house in St Albans, has been run by General Manager Richard Batchelor since January 2019. And ever since he took over, Richard has been working hard to make the restaurant and bar an integral part of the community. The venue promotes a business of the week, advertising the work of local businesses in the community and delivering them free pizza. Richard also pioneered a mental health awareness week, working with It's OK to Say to provide a platform to discuss mental health in a safe space. Mental health issues affect many working within the hospitality industry and Richard's work enabled both staff and patrons to have an open conversation about this important issue. The Boot Pub at the heart of the city of St Albans is just one of the hostelries run by Sean Hughes. Sean's a campaigner for small businesses and a champion of causes. His projects have included his Santa Paws initiative, which raises money at Christmas time, and he supported charities such as the Food Bank and Hearts Young Homeless, raising thousands of pounds every year. He's passionate about St Albans. He puts on special events, getting up on ladders and doing much of the hard work himself to make St Albans special and never expecting acknowledgement or accolades. Since Tara Acton started her food stall, Vegan Treats, she's gone from strength to strength. She sells amazing vegan food from her stall on St Albans Market every Wednesday and Saturday, promoting veganism in the community by offering delicious plant-based food to her customers while respecting everyone's dietary choices. In doing so, she makes a vegan lifestyle seem attractive even to the greatest sceptics of veganism. But what makes Tara really special is her ability to relate to all her customers, from children to the elderly. She remembers her customers from week to week and makes everybody feel welcomed and included. Thank you, Liz. And the winner is... The Boots! The nominator said, Stop hiding your light under a bushel. Our community is better for champions like you. Congratulations to Sean and all the team at The Boots. Now, don't forget as well that you can actually nominate people yourself for the Mayor's Pride Awards. So if you're feeling pretty inspired by this show and all the wonderful nominees that we've featured so far, you could have somebody that you respect and you admire and you think is a real, true patron of our community highlighted at the awards next year. So keep an eye out in the local press and on social media because we're going to be telling you how you can nominate people online and more or less immediately after we've finished this evening. 
So that's the Mayor's Pride Awards 2021. We're getting ready for those already. Right, 92.6 FM, Radio Veridum. Still to come, we're going to be taking you through the Environmental Champion Award, also the Mayor's Special Award, all on the way right here on your radio, St Albans. You can't throw it in the bin. You can't swipe it left. You can't fast forward. It's radio. Radio advertising works. In the car, the kitchen, on the morning run or on the train. Radio is everywhere. Find out how local radio advertising can work for you. Go to radioverulam.com slash advertising. Still to come, we've got the Mayor's Special Award, but before that, we've got the Environmental Champion. And to take us through the nominees, it's over to Radio Verulam's very own Environment Matters presenter, Amanda Yorath. Amanda, over to you. Thanks, Johnny. Now, this award is awarded to a group or individual showing innovation or commitment to improving the local environment. The first nominee is Nadia Bishara. Nadia created the ever-growing Wildhood Watch, a group of local people making things better for wildlife in their own gardens and public places in the local area. She has led the fight to prevent the felling of railway trackside trees and coordinated actions to help hedgehogs. She's arranged swaps of pollinator-friendly plants and overseen the creation of a bus stop on Sandridge Road. And she's coordinated the planting of trees at Bernard's Heath Junior School. Nadia's enthusiasm is infectious and she is keen to help other groups set up to follow the example of what she has started. Nadia inspires other people to get involved while still being willing to roll up her sleeves and get stuck into things like tree planting. Her enthusiasm is insatiable and she always makes the effort to encourage other people's comments and contributions. Also nominated is Ian Yeti Burnett. As a scout leader, Ian has started a planting initiative using the Woodland Trust tree donations to get several local scout groups together to plant thousands of trees around Willows Farm Lakes. He's also organised several local litter picks and he himself has pledged to do a litter pick every day during 2020, something he's so far managed. His passion for everything environmental and his keenness to teach and pass this passion on to the next generation through example is infectious. Our final nominee in this category is Marianne Jordan. Marianne started a group called Ethical Friday a year ago. It was initially just her immediate friends, but it's grown and grown. Much of the group's activity takes place through her WhatsApp group, so she also organises a meeting once a month at her house to discuss practical ways to help the environment. She undertakes an incredible amount of research to share with the group. Ideas are discussed, journals are consulted and weighing up the environmental impact of soya milk versus cow's milk, the actual value of carbon offsetting, right down to which shampoo bars work the best and how to make a cleaning product by fermenting orange peel in vinegar. It would be an amazing boost for her to receive a recognition for all the work she puts in and the positive impact she has had on all the members of the group. Thank you ever so much, Amanda. And the winner is... Marianne Jordan! Congratulations, Marianne. The person who nominated you said... Marianne, 
Your efforts are so very much appreciated by so many. I very much hope that you continue to inspire us and many more to reduce and reuse. Now, we're coming to the end of our awards ceremony, this one-off awards ceremony in these special circumstances for the year 2020. And it's now time for me to hand over to the Mayor, Councillor Smith, as she tells us all about her Mayor's Special Award winner. It was really difficult to choose a volunteer for my award. Every charity I have visited has had at least one volunteer who works really hard and who I was told was relied upon by the committee because they played such a big role in keeping everything going. However, when I visited the Good Neighbour Scheme for their AGM in November, I was impressed by the fact there were several such people. I chose Helen Whitehouse because she joined the Good Neighbour Scheme 25 years ago in 1995 as a frequent, reliable and dedicated transport volunteer. She continues to support that aspect of the scheme today. She joined the committee in 1999 and took on the role of Membership Secretary in 2000 when the previous Membership Secretary became ill. In this role, she is often either the first or second person to speak to a potential new volunteer and encourages them to join the volunteer team. She obviously does a good job because there are currently 150 volunteers. In addition to this, in 2006, she joined the regular shopping team and was allocated an elderly gentleman recovering from a stroke whose relatives lived in Southern Ireland. They hit it off and the shopping morphed into a befriending partnership which lasted 12 years until he died in 2018. His relatives, who visited often, were very pleased with the arrangement and Helen is still in touch with them. Also in 2006, Helen started doing practical help, becoming section leader in 2007. Helen, who is a keen gardener, often undertakes gardening jobs for the scheme or acts as a second person for other practical tasks. She believes the importance of ensuring that the front gardens of elderly clients are kept tidy is paramount so that predatory salespeople and the like are not alerted to the age of the occupiers. The only role in the scheme that she has not done is to answer the daily phone line, but she has done everything else. Her absolute passion, dedication, loyalty and willingness to go above and beyond makes her a real asset to the Good Neighbour Scheme. She has also been a volunteer at Abbey Primary School for the past 20 years, helping with English, reading and maths. Thank you ever so much, Councillor Smith, and a very big congratulations to Helen Whitehouse as well. That's the Beatles, of course, and all you need is the love. And that was especially selected by Councillor Janet Smith, of course, who is the Mayor of St Albans. And we've got to say a big thank you to not just all the finalists for tuning in this evening and being up for these awards, but also to the judges as well. A very big thank you to Nick Hazel from Radio Verulam, Nicole Kelly, who was the nominee from 2016 for the Cultural Innovation Award and the ex-head girl in Nicholas Breakspeare School, Peter Trevelyan from the St Albans Civic Society, Chloe Knight from the sponsors Morgan Sindel, Jenny Burley from the Citizens Advice Trustee, Stuart Nagler, who's the chair of the Communities First and Assistant Police Commissioner for Hertfordshire. So a big thank you to all the judges and ladies and gentlemen, we look forward to seeing you in the flesh 
in 2021. 92.6 FM, Radio Verulam.